Okay, this morning I'm excited to be joined in the studio by Kashana Hill, Executive Director of the Louisiana Fair Housing Action Center. That's right. Great. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Um, so um, the Fair Housing Action Center is hosting their annual Fit for a King Summit tomorrow at the Jazz New Orleans Jazz Market. That's right. Uh, beginning at 9 a.m. And um, Kashana's going to talk to us a little bit about it. So um, first of all, um, could you tell us a little bit about the organization? Sure. So the Louisiana Fair Housing Action Center, uh, we just changed our name from the Greater New Orleans Fair Housing Action Center to really indicate and um, better clarify that we are working in communities across the entire state of Louisiana. We are a mission-based nonprofit organization. We're turning 25 years old this year. Wow. Um, so we were founded in 1995 with a goal of eradicating housing discrimination and segregation. Awesome. Um, and so you were, you were saying, uh, you know, you're, you're shifting the name to kind of reflect the statewide work that you're already doing, um, that you end up doing a lot of work in Baton Rouge, sort of advocating for statewide housing policy? Absolutely. So that's one of the things that we want to be really clear about. Mm -hmm. um, we are working in communities across the state and are advocating for policies that will impact and benefit people all across the state of Louisiana. And we do um, conduct policy advocacy campaigns at the state legislature and at the statewide level. Okay, awesome. And then um, I, something that I'm, you sort of, that makes me think about, I think also, is could you talk a little bit about some of the campaigns that you're working on presently? Sure. So in 2019, we were um, able to lead a coalition um, that ended up getting a law passed that provides a penalty for landlords who illegally withhold security deposits. Mm -hmm. So the landlord-tenant laws in Louisiana really don't provide much protection for tenants at all. I'm sure that a lot of your listeners who are students, who our renters can testify to the fact that there really aren't many protections in place uh, in Louisiana for people who rent. And that is in contrast to a lot of other cities and states mm -hmm. across the country that have much more robust rules about what landlords can and can't do and about what uh, protections are available to tenants. And so we really don't have many of those here in Louisiana. And and one of the things that we heard a lot about uh, was people who weren't able to receive their security deposits back because their landlords were withholding them for like made up reasons uh -huh. or reasons that weren't very clear, or they just never even responded after someone moved out and just refused to return the security deposit. And there really was nothing stopping them from doing that. And so the 2019 law that is now in effect provides a penalty. Mm -hmm. um, um, for a landlord who refuses to return a security deposit. That's, yeah, that's, that feels like a huge piece of, like, this, gi this giant puzzle of the lack of regulation about renters' rights here. So. Yeah, and one of the reasons why we focus on this um, as a fair housing organization, you know, we're, we're not um, a landlord-tenant group necessarily, right? Mm -hmm. So there are still a lot of areas within the landlord-tenant relationship that need attention, mm -hmm. um, and there are some great tenants' rights work that's happening um, with other uh, organizations in New Orleans in particular. So, for instance, the Jane Place Neighborhood Mm -hmm. Sustainability Initiative is working with tenants to really sort of focus on and organize tenants around renters'
workers' rights, um, and we wholly support that work. Um, so the work that we do isn't necessarily based on um, tenants' rights in particular, but we fully understand that that is a fair housing issue because yeah. the lack of tenant protections really impacts where and how people are able to decide where they'd like to live. And we also know that um, people of color in particular, mm -hmm. black and brown folks, um, as well as uh, lower income and working class folks, tend to bear the brunt of um, those really unfair um, this this unfair lack of tenant protections mm -hmm. so if you are um, for instance maybe a single parent or um, someone who works in the service industry you're gonna be hit harder by a landlord who refuses to give you back your thousand dollar security deposit than you uh, would be if you're someone who has a job right. like I do you know that pays more than minimum wage yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, something that I want to ask, and maybe this is kind of out of left field, but thinking about um, about the relationship between things that are happening locally and state-level policy and something that I feel like when I first heard about it, I was like, wow, that is really intense, is thinking about um, even things like rent control laws and certain regulations around rental housing here are controlled by, at, at the state level, like changes in it are sort of more difficult to happen. Does that sort of jive with some of the stuff that you're talking about, like where there's sort of state charter stuff that, present, that prevents like... New Orleans-based, like, housing protections from, from really being able to happen? Absolutely. I mean, that's a, yeah, that, that's a thing that we see, um, particularly in southern states, although it happens um, across the country. Um, but there is a tendency to try to take away the ability of local communities to, to legislate um, in ways that benefit the community members, mm -hmm. for sure. With well, yeah, and reflecting the sort of racialized dynamics that you're talking about, absolutely. Yes. Um, so the uh, the summit's going to be taking place, Fit for a King, is the 13th year this year? It is, yeah, this is our cool. 13th That's annual summit. And, um, and, you know, every time that I have been and the ones that I've heard about before I was able to go all seem, like, really amazing. I'm super excited about it. I'm excited about the lineup. Um, could you tell us a little bit about kind of what, what, what's in store and, and what y'all are thinking about when putting together this year's lineup? Absolutely. So mostly what we were thinking about um, were, were two sort of major um, themes that we wanted to hit upon. So as I just mentioned, 2020 marks uh, our 25th anniversary. And so thinking about the way in which we could honor the history of the work that's been done. Um, we wanted to put together an event that took a look at where we were as an organization and as a community, and then what is left um, to come in the fight for housing justice. So there's going to be um, a panel that really offers that wide breadth of perspective, and we'll start out the day um, with that conversation. It'll include um, someone who was on on staff as the Fair Housing Action Center's very first education coordinator. Oh, cool. So she's going to talk about the work that was happening in the community when the Fair Housing Action Center uh, first began mm -hmm. and what the need for a Fair Housing Action Center actually was and what kinds of issues they were seeing um, at that time in terms of discrimination and um, housing inequities. We're also going to have uh, the former general counsel um, who uh, litigated some pretty big impact uh, cases post-Katrina. Mm -hmm. And then we have someone who is a, a current board member who's going to share uh, more information about the work that the Fair Housing Action Center is currently doing. Um, the second theme that we really wanted to focus on is this idea 
a forced displacement, right? And mm -hmm. so uh, we all know that it's really hard to have any kind of housing conversation in New Orleans without um, really discussing the impacts of gentrification mm -hmm. and displacement um, in communities of color across the city. And so um, Isabel Wilkerson will be our keynote speaker, and she is the author of um, an award-winning book called The Warmth of Other Suns that looks at the history of the Great Migration um, when African Americans left Southern communities in droves and went out um, in search of better housing opportunities and better jobs and just better lives for their families um, in cities in, in, up north and on the East Coast and on the West Coast. Um, and so she's going to be able to tie in for us um, this idea of uh, forced displacement, right? And, and, mm -hmm. and in the time of the Great Migration, we're talking about a lot of racial terror that mm -hmm. was really underlying people's decisions to, to leave the South, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we have to be very clear about the fact that people were, were, were leaving in order to save their lives mm -hmm. and to save the lives of their children. You know, lynching was a, was a real um, phenomenon and a real threat back then. There were government policies that kept people segregated and subjugated. Um, and so she'll be talking about that history and then talking about the ways in which we see displacement um, still happening in communities and what we can continue to do um, to learn from that history. Mm -hmm. And I was excited to see, too, uh, Shana Griffin's talk that sort of thinks about those dynamics here in, in New Orleans and how that relates to gentrification. And um, I was able to go on her um, geographies of black displacement walking tour recently and learned oh, so much. So I'm really excited to see this this talk here. Yeah, Shana's wonderful and she'll be able to, as, as you just said, Theo, she'll be able to um, localize the conversation for mm -hmm. us and so she's going to be presenting a discussion and, and facilitating a discussion on uh, black displacement here in New Orleans. Um, yeah, it sounds like an, it's going to be a great program. I can't, I can't say enough how excited I am about it. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, so it's going to be taking place at uh, the New Orleans Jazz Market, and the timing is it begins at 9 a.m. From 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Um, okay. tomorrow, Thursday, January 16th. It is free and open to the public. We do ask that people actually register um, before just showing up at the Jazz Market. Due to the generous support of some sponsors, um, we are able to provide lunch, and so we need to make sure to have a good, accurate count of mm -hmm. the number of folks that will be there, and to register, people can go go to fitforaking.org. Okay, great. And then there's also an event this evening at the Ogden Museum. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. So in conjunction with the 25th anniversary again and the Fit for a King Summit, we're going to be hosting a reception this evening um, at the Ogden Museum of Southern Art. Uh, people can also purchase tickets at fitforaking.org. Ms. Wilkerson will be on site to deliver some remarks. Um, we're going to be presenting an award to New Orleans City Council member Jay Banks. Um, for some work that he has done on housing policy um, at the city level that we believe expands housing access and housing choice. Um, and then we'll also have um, a performance by Dancing Grounds. There's going to be a live band, some cool raffle prizes. And so we think it'll be a really, a really great time. Cool. Awesome. Well, this is all sounds really exciting and, uh, and um, 
yeah, the folks are informed on how to find you. So uh, great. And then just generally for, for your organization, folks want to follow what you're doing, not able to go tomorrow. Like, what's a good way for folks who are listening to learn more about the Louisiana Fair Housing Action Center? So visit our website at lafairhousing.org. Um, you can find out a lot of information about the work that we do, the services that we provide. Um, I know we've talked a lot about our policy work, um, but we also do provide free legal services, free legal representation to people who have experienced housing discrimination. Um, we work with community members who are unsure about what their rights are. We provide trainings. Um, and so there, there's a variety of services that we provide and a variety of different ways in which we engage with the community to further the cause of housing justice. So please visit LAFairHousing.org to learn more about our work. Okay, excellent. Kashana Hill, thank you so much for speaking with us this morning. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. All right, have a great day.